Valentine, August 15th, 2018, four months after tax day, attempt number seven to get the show started tonight. Todd's having some technical difficulties in software land over there in Studio B, but he's got some new goo. We almost had uh, we almost had Studio P this week. That's right. What is Studio P? Pittsburgh. John? Oh, Pittsburgh. Oh, that's right. I was going to record right. last night, but my... Had some flight delays. Yeah, flight cancellations. Wouldn't be the first time, won't be the last that we do an airport show. So. Yeah, I wasn't. Well, uh, I wasn't going to do the airport. I meant from my hotel room. I was supposed to get in like nine o'clock, and I was. I had, uh, that did not come nice. to fruition. Let's get to regular topics. There will be no transition here because, if you've looked at the topic list, there's no. No red thread through. There's these. no thread at all in any of this today. This is kind of a potpourri show, if you will, to quote a famous Jeopardy category. Yeah, a poopery show. First topic. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna recite it. Do you look at your poop and or your pee when you go to the bathroom? Depending on the lighting situation, you could lean forward and have the light cascade between your cheeks and the and the seat and illuminate the shit which is in the toilet. That's always an option. Just throwing it out there. But um, anyway, continue. Um, I it's not something I do frequently. Okay. Just I I don't I don't know I it's not something I care about that much so it's not something I look into. Interesting. I'm guessing that you do. Do do every single time. I, I I couldn't tell you the last time I didn't look. I'd I'd have Are to have like, like have been pepper sprayed to not look at my shit. And what what are you uh, what are you hoping to observe? You're just looking for different I, textures, uh, you know, shapes, and sizes. See if it was yeah, a little girth, squirts or a big log length, or what do we <laughs> consistency color. I don't know. I just I, such a looking at weird su- looking at your own poop is looking into the eyes of your soul. It really tells you a lot about how your body is functioning, how your digestive system is working, and the, so the way this came about is I was having a conversation with someone who will remain unnamed because they would be upset if I told them. <laughs> I think I may I know who this is. And then was having this conversation. You, you might, although you might be surprised. But in any event, and. They told me that they never looked. Never. And I said, what if you're not feeling well? Don't you want to look down and see if it's like a a bright purple color? Like you need to see, again, the color of your poop wait, and wait, your wait, urine, wait, by wait, the way. Wait, 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 Is it ever reveals a, a lot about your purple health. color? When's the last time you ate Fruit Loops? Uh, I don't know. 35 years six, ago? I don't... <laughs> six days ago? Oh, okay. There are certain cereals. Fruit Loops, I believe, is one of them. Where if you eat it, man, psychedelic colors come out of your ass. Like the coloring <laughs> does not get digested in your system at what, all. It goes straight through. What does that through. tell you about what you're eating? I, who cares? It's delicious. I don't know what it tells me. Actually, you know what it loops? tells me? It, it tells me it's flushing itself out of my body, clearly. So yeah. the fact I that my stomach you, can't you process it probably out tells me something. Keep it in. Yeah, exactly. I don't want those colors floating around in the old, uh, the old tummy. Wait, how um, often do you eat Fruit Loops? Whenever they're on sale. We were talking earlier, before I think we came <laughs> on, about Diet Mountain Dew. Thanks again to our sponsor tonight. And and I made the comment that generally, Mountain Lion, yes. Generally, the sodas that I buy for consumption at home, I I base a lot of that on sales. So either, I'm, I'm pretty brand loyal to Coke Zero, um, and I will the purchase those. The worst of the two Diet Cokes. So wrong. I'll purchase those in bulk when they're on sale, so it'll last me a while. But if they're not on sale and the price is like a dollar ninety-nine or something insane like that, I'll look around, see what else is are, on sale. I'll, I'll, are we I'll, talking? I'll, are you are you buying strictly two liters? Or are you in the to the multiple cans? Strictly two liters. I can't tell you last time I bought either a six pack or a twelve pack of cans. It just doesn't happen. Okay, agreed. Doesn't happen. I'm a, I'm a, I'm two liters full life. Full so show. when you when you say you buy. Uh, Well, a lot of times, I, I no, 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 no. I shop at the local Safeway. That's my uh, grocery store of choice, just for convenience. It's 0.75 miles from my home, and uh, normally their their deals are must buy five. So to get the lowest price, you have to buy five of something. 
Gotcha. So I'll buy at least five. Sometimes six. I, I, I'm normally not going over six. Do you ever do multiples six. of five? <laughs> like ten? I, 20? I can't. I, I, I don't think do so. I can't remember the last time I bought ten. Yes, <laughs> ten, thank you for helping. Two liters is a lot. Helping the audience out with <laughs> buy what multiples of five are. Did you buy five? Ten? Fifteen? <laughs> Twenty? Yeah, we get it. Uh, no, I, yeah, six 45. is probably the top end. Thank you. Six would be the top end of two liters I would buy. So do you know if you buy six, do they give you the same price on the sixth? Or does it default to the... They do not. They do not. I just so do that six, to make it's it not so worth it's it to buy six. Brick. No, it's not. You but see, generally the way, the way Safeway does it... <laughs> I probably should. But the way Safeway does it is <laughs> there'll be a discount. Let's say normally it's $1.99. It'll be $1.49 just on sale. But if you buy five or more... It's like a dollar nineteen, and so uh-huh. that's when I'll throw in the five. But if I buy the six, I'm paying a dollar forty-nine for that six. It's cheaper than still the, on sale. The wholesale price, if you will, or the yes, sir, you are price, correct, I sir. Mean, it's more of a wholesale yes. price. I got gotcha. you. Very exciting. In any event, so <laughs> yes, that's the multiple. That's the multiple that I am buying uh, in terms of my soda selection. But again, if if that's not on sale, I'll get a DMD. Diet Mount Dew for those of you uh, mm-hmm. ill-informed. I'll get the DDP Cherry if that's on sale. Wait, so you, you like the DDP Cherry versus just the straight I DDP? I don't think the Cherry really adds much. It doesn't, but I still like it. I like it a little. I mean, I like DDP as well, Diet Dr Pepper. Uh, but I, you know, you throw a little Cherry Zing in there, I'll, I'll take it. I'm a fan. So I think they've discontinued this, but they used to have a DDP Cherry Vanilla or some some like. Additional, they had a vanilla thing mixed in there. Were you ever no, a fan right. of that one? Yes, it was DDP cherry vanilla, and I was. Oh, I did not care for that. It made it. It gave it a little bit of a creamier texture, if I can say that about a liquid. <laughs> um, not. By the way, so we're not talking shit. about the pee and poop anymore. Um, we're still. We're now talking about. <laughs> it soda. probably but did give the poop a little bit of a creamier again, texture. <laughs> it may have. I, that I didn't. You can't visually check that. That's more of a feel thing, and I've never felt my own my own fecal matter. That was not um, a sense you wanted to engage. <laughs> no, 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 no. That would that would haunt me for years. But, but I definitely uh, the yeah the cherry vanilla diet Dr pepper. It was, it was exciting when it came out. I'm not gonna lie to you, because exciting. like if I'm going to a well, gas station, new is exciting. Well, if I'm going to a gas station, I'm getting one of the the fountain beverages, and they have those additional add-on. Oh yeah, flavors. yeah. I will throw it on the cherry and the, the vanilla. Shot and sometimes of the cherry. An orange. Or- yeah, the shot. Man, you those get the top cherry sips. vanilla and the Whew. lemon just all popping in. Why not? Why not? <laughs> oh cherry vanilla and lemon too. sounds like a gross concoction to throw Actually, on top no, of I, a uh, Diet Mountain Dew. To be fair, no, I would, I would not. No, 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 no. I'll talk about Diet Mountain Dew. This is a Diet Cola. What are you crazy? No, I, I would not put that on top of Diet Mountain Dew. Some sort of heritage. Thank you for sponsoring. Yes. Um, and and to be fair, no, I've probably never gotten cherry, vanilla, and lemon. That would be disgusting. But cherry and vanilla. I will say, oh, if you get the DMD, the Diet Mountain Dew plus cherry, basically code red, made. Yes. Freestyle, delicious. I had that. Um, we went to Firehouse Subs this weekend. Another proud sponsor of the, of the pod in the past. Love Firehouse Subs. We had a coupon. Wait, I haven't been there. there in a while. Firehouse thing. All their subs are hot. Is that true? I don't know that all of them are, but. All the ones Hot, I get are. That, that might be heated, true. Not like the bread's spicy. amazing. The bread makes it. The, bre- the bread makes it for any sub house. But uh, Firehouse is good. Firehouse is very good. In any event, I got the hook and ladder. For those of you keep it score at home. So, but we'd gone there about a month, what, six wait, weeks wait, wait, ago. <laughs> What's on the hook and ladder? I think the hook and ladder is Pepperoni? turkey. No. no, turkey, ham, melted Capicola. provolone. And I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I get it. So I get it all the way. What would you say the difference is between like a firehouse and a Quiznos? Do they bake it on or run it through the little <laughs> oven thing like they do in a Quiznos? You know what? That... I have no idea how they heat them up. You you can't see over the counter. That's oh, a they, great question. They don't, I don't know. They don't. They don't make it in front of you and like run it through the little conveyor belt oven thing. No, you order, you sit down, and they make it behind a big a big counter. I don't know how oh. they heat it. That's a good. That's a really good question. I don't know, but it's. So you can't visually see like you can at Quiznos. I've been to Quiznos in probably a decade, so I, I really. Right. I mean, even Subway has the that. quick sort of toaster yep. microwave thing where they put it in there. I'm very aware of that. I'd imagine that's probably what it is. The the firehouse bread is 
ten times better than Subway bread. What's your go-to Subway bread of choice? At Subway, you get a six-inch Italian BMT on herbs and cheese. Herbs and cheese. Provolone, mm-hmm. toasted, and then spinach, lettuce, tomato, pickles, cucumbers, salt and pepper, oregano, and mustard. That's what I get. So I get a veggie delight with uh, white American cheese on the uh, wheat bread. They have some other stupid name for it now, but get the cheese toasted, lettuce, tomato, pickle, onion, uh, mustard. No spinach? Nah, fuck that. I like the spinach. I feel like I'm getting something healthy when I throw spinach Uh, in the subway. Oil and vinegar. Sometimes just vinegar. Actually, I don't. I don't usually get mustard now. I'm just a straight oil and vinegar. I haven't been to Subway in a while, but then I get the uh, salt, pepper, and oregano. Gotta go with the salt, pepper, oregano double. If you're not doing that, by the way, as an American, treat yourself. Yeah, you gotta get get the oregano. oregano. It's it's the uh, under suggested seasoning, but definitely gives a little. Gives it. Yeah, gives it that kick that puts it into (laughs) delish land. Um, Yeah, I definitely don't do onions. I'm still not an onions guy, but yeah, I think we're pretty similar there. Occasionally I'll get banana peppers and or jalapenos, but not usually. Do you not get olives? No, I get olives. Did I not say olives? Oh, okay. I definitely get olives. You, you may have. I don't know. I just I know you're an olives guy, which is disgusting. Yeah. You might as well be eating the shit that we were talking about earlier. I mean, the most the, the way, most important ingredient probably in the sandwich to me is the the pickles and the olives because those are the, the yeah. best two toppings the that they have. Pickles are good. Tomatoes the there are, are garbage. The lettuce is whatever. Explain. Speaking of, speaking of hot garbage, why is it you get the white American cheese? That's just that's just pl- a placeholder. Yeah, it has no flavor. It's some, it's some protein. What kind of cheese do you get? I figured I get provolone, but I figured you for a pepper jack guy. You should yeah. try pepper jack, maybe. A little spice pepper, in your life. I've gotten pepper jack before. It's not. I don't know. It's it's basically the white American with a little spice, which the crazy I'm not part opposed. about Subway. Here's the curious part about Subway. They call themselves the Sandwich Masters. They don't offer Swiss. They don't have it Swiss. Is, that is odd. Option. It must be too expensive or something. It's It's got to be the price. That's all it is. Or they hate um, French. I don't know. So, you know, probably <laughs> for probably the last, I don't know, 15 years, maybe yeah. maybe slightly less, they they started slicing the bread the way you would slice normally slice a hoagie rolls down the side. But, you know, they used to do yes. that weird like U-shape thing. They did. And yes. for a while, I would say, can you slice it the old way? Because I preferred that way when you cut the bread. Because when they do that, that sort of split in half, it's the f- stuff is not evenly distributed, and it tends to like Correct. bunch up. The old yep. way was great because everything sat in the middle like a hot dog, and then you just put the little thing on top. It's a yep. much better way to eat the sub. I don't know why they stopped doing that. That's a great topic of conversation. I don't know the answer. However, this will not surprise you. I am very good friends with... I, I consider her a friend with the manager <laughs> at the subway in my building because I go there every Thursday. Wait, you have a su- oh, tomorrow. your office building? I was like, in my your office building. building. Yeah, on the on the main floor, there's some commercial space. Um, I go there every Thursday. I'm not going tomorrow. I have a dentist appointment during lunch. But I will ask her. First of all, I, you're right. I've never even thought about that. I have I have not even thought to ask her if they still do that. I would only trust her to do it. Her employees are fucking morons. But. <laughs> Thankfully, as, most of the as time, many subway employees are. Sorry, yes, subway. A lot yours. of your employees are fucking morons, for is. sure. Uh, um, but I, a lot of times when I go there, she is. If she's there, she's working the front of the line, so she would be the one responsible for cutting the bread. So uh. I, I, I'm going to ask her that. I'm going to tell you though. I'm not sure I like that. I feel like it minimizes the amount of space. I don't even remember though. You're right. It's been so long since they've done that consistently that I don't even remember what it looked like. Yeah, you I just prob- remember that it was. You probably it was get a little less meatball. stuff in there. It it yeah. It, it just it it. I felt like it more evenly distributed the product and made it easier to eat. Because right. when they when they cut it down the side, they don't cut it all. They don't like slice it in half. They still leave the no. hinge usually. Correct. Which yes. makes for weird eating on that side because you get a little more bread and the stuffed. Either gets jammed. I mean, now they do the thing where they shove the knife in there and fold it in half, like they're yes. <laughs> trying to like cram some stuff into a a binder or something. I don't know what I'm describing, but if you've eaten no it subway, does. you've seen it. They yes, they don't know how to do it. Did you say you get mustard I, on your sub? I can't remember. I do. And you go Regular straight mustard. yellow, or do you get the uh, spicy? straight yellow? No, sir. Nope. Give I do the get runs. spicy mustard. 
What? No, it doesn't. It affects it your your poop pee. It affects my digestive system. system. Then I, trust me, after years of studying my own shit, I discovered that there are certain foods that have an impact on me in the negative in a negative fashion, and I can't eat those foods anymore. Spicy mustard's one of them. So Wait, you what? A grape poupon? I do not carry on. Well, grape poupon's different because that's like at the I know. horseradish I'm just thing. Using that it as just a like crazy example. Blows no, I don't eat nose. spicy mustard. What What are the other things that affect you? The other do not eat list. Well, let let me be fair. There are certain things that affect me that I still eat anyway. As <laughs> like an example. Loops. <laughs> no. Well, yeah. I mean, if they're on sale, which they rarely are. That's, they're bad about sales. Frosted Flakes, very good about sales. Fruit Loops, not so much. Things like uh, Chipotle. I can't believe you eat Fruit Loops and or Frosted Flakes. That's like the worst fucking thing you can eat. Yeah, but they're delicious. Health-wise. I'm sure they I'd are. Cap, I had Captain Crunch for breakfast this morning. How do you feel about that? <laughs> Uh, Captain Crunch, dangerous cereal to eat. If it has not soaked at all, you will shred your mouth with that shit. Well, I'm smart enough now, after years of practice, I I pour milk. I, you know, I fill milk up about halfway. A lot of people just, like, just put a dab of milk in their cereal. I call those people morons. I fill up my bowl with milk. And yeah, what I do is I, I have I'm, a little pool. I'm more of, like, a soup-level milk. Like, I have right. a lot of milk when I have cereal. And this, I do this with every cereal, by the way. But especially with Frosted Flakes, I, uh, um, with Captain Crunch, I create the lagoon effect where you have a little <laughs> portion of the bowl that's you can see the milk. And so what you do is you just have certain, you know, a certain number of pieces of Captain Crunch tumble into the lagoon, oh. chill out for a second, then you take the spoonful. So you're still getting the crunch because they weren't fully immersed, yeah, but then you're also getting it soften enough. But it's a fucking system. Softened. I got this shit yeah. figured out. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> Believe you me. I'm sure you do. It sounds like you've thought way yeah. too much about it. I really have. Anyway, what were we asking? What was the I forget what we were talking about. Now. I forgot what the hell we were talking about, too. I sidetracked you far too many times. Yes. We yeah. were talking about poop at some point. But... Talking about looking at our shit, and now we're suddenly talking about breakfast cereals after going through a seven-minute subway ordeal. <laughs> so I don't know how any of this happened. But, um, yeah. See, anyway. we don't need topics. We can just freestyle yeah. this shit. <laughs> Okay, who came up with the idea for this topic list? We could just just roll with the punches. That'll work every time. I feel like you were asking me something about breakfast, other breakfast cereals that I eat, but I can't remember what it was. We were talking about breakfast cereals. Anyway, oh, no, no, I know what it was. No, no, no. Uh, uh, What fucks up my stomach? So I was trying to say Chipotle. So Chipotle fucks me up. If I like if I go all to Chipotle, aspects of Chipotle, or are there things you can eliminate that are no, no matter no matter what I get, no matter what my meat is, no matter what I put on as <laughs> toppings, if I eat Chipotle and thankfully there's a Chipotle like a little over a mile from the house, by the time I get home, I gotta take a shit. Like it's immediate. <laughs> I can't yeah, take a break. I think I that's everybody. That's not you. That's not. I like don't know. I don't. No, I got co. Well, I mean, you're right. I don't. I don't know if my coworkers are shitting at one thirty in the afternoon, but. I got several coworkers who will eat Chipotle, you know, once a week, maybe twice a week, and I don't see them running off with their legs crossed off to the bathroom, so I, I'm I, assuming they're able to hold it in. So I definitely have eaten uh, Chipotle with my coworkers, and when we get back, everybody just sort of splits off to different bathrooms, and I just assume everyone's going to take a shit. <laughs> Gotta be what it is. Happens to me every time. Well, yeah, when I was last in, in Maryland, we met at Chipotle for lunch. <laughs> And I think I went to the casino after. Wherever I went after that, the first thing I did was stop by the bathroom. Hundred and ten percent. Yeah, but I don't think, think that's. I think that's just the way the like that's a prerequisite for eating at but Chipotle. That, but they can't be. That can't be the case for everyone because how would they be a viable business if they're like Chipotle, the place you go if you really gotta take a shit? Are you constipated? Stop by Chipotle. We'll fix up your problems. I mean, it's got just, some plumbing issues. You know. I don't. I, yeah, there are certain places where like after you eat, you know, you're gonna have to like deposit so Chipotle is definitely I, one of those places Chipotle is definitely one of them another place that I rarely eat my girlfriend likes to go there I don't is McDonald's it doesn't matter what I get at McDonald's except for the breakfast items those don't count but any like if I normally what I would get there is the they have a two cheeseburger combo if I eat that within an hour diarrhea <laughs> like nothing I can do oh, about it nah. it's gonna happen Wait, die to the straight rhea. diarrhea. It's not even like straight di- a normal straight BM. liquid. <laughs> like I gotta put a towel around the lid because it's gonna be splashing. <laughs> put on your bathing suits, kids. Here's some swim trunks. Oh Here comes the liquid rush. 
at a Scott's asshole. That's that's what happens with McDonald's. That's one of many reasons I don't like McDonald's. I love their breakfast though. They do a very good oh, man. breakfast. Is that it's something about that fake meat? Have you I tried? Know, so have you isolated it to burgers, or do the fries also affect you similarly? You know, I don't know. That's we should a good put it. We should definitely put a warning on this podcast. or some gross <laughs> <Should we>? discussions. <laughs> well, I always click the explicit button, regardless. So no, know. I, know, I know it has that, but yeah. I'll put anyway. I'll put it in the description. We have twenty five minutes <laughs> shit talk. That's fine. People will know. They'll understand oh that it's God. hilarious, though. They'll crave hearing this this great content. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be a month and a half from now, so who, who cares? Yeah. They'll know, they'll know clearly what we're up to. Up scatological to point, so. episode, for sure. Exactly. Scatology. That's right. So, anyway, but, but I, I can't think of many others, but any Mexican food will do that to me. Basically, anything with spice. Any sort of spice just, just gets me. Wait, McDonald's doesn't have any spice, though. No, I know. And, and McDonald's. So everything I just said, <laughs> and just throw McDonald's on top of the pile. There. Right. No pun intended. Fair enough. So anyway, point is, I look at my pee, I, obviously, and I do look at my poop every single time. Can't help it. Got to know what's going on in my body. So are you, I can't look inside. Are you my one of the body, people so. that think the uh, there's something wrong if your pee is like a darker color? Or... You're dehydrated. Is that what it is? It's hydration, hundred huh. percent. If you're like, if you have like orange pee or super dark yellow pee, you're just dehydrated. Oh my god, orange. Well, I. I I don't know if that's ever happened, but you know what I mean. Like if it's super deep, rich yellow. If it looks fresh squeezed. Yeah, if there's a seed in there. Drink some water. Drink a glass of water. (laughs) If If there's pulp. Pulp. Go ahead and hydrate yourself. By the way, after McDonald's, there's some pulp in the toilet. Looks like a chocolate smoothie with a little bit of pulp in there. But in any event, what are we talking about? Oh, next topic. Okay. So... So I do look for health reasons. I got, I got oh legit reasons. <laughs> All right. So let's move on. This may be our best episode yet. It's up there. All right. <laughs> let's find a way to fuck that up. Okay. So next topic. This is this is definitely more of a visual one, but you brought this to my attention, and I you might know a little more about actual numbers here. And I think it was was it South Africa? I don't know anything about it. But you sent me a video of a guy serving the biggest Did wave ever. Oh, I think, I think I so tweeted it from our Twitter account. Oh, maybe that's what it was. Maybe that's what it was. I, I, regardless, I saw it. Two things, two comments I have, and then I'll let you talk about it. First of all, it is insanely large. But the I second thing is, it. okay, search for it. But the Go second ahead. thing is, when the video is playing, at first, it looks super huge. And then, like, once he kind of comes into focus and you can see, like, see the whole guy on the board... He looks a lot bigger than I th- like the the perspective changes midway through the video so it doesn't look quite as large. Still a gigantic wave, still something I could never do and would never do because if this dude falls, he could easily die. Yeah, like, that's no definitely like about it. if you if you fuck that up you're dying for sure. Yeah. But it, it's just weird. At first it looks I mean straight up like it's coming out of an action movie. But then by the end, you're like, all right, I could see that. I could see that being a realistic wave and this guy being the guy that's on it. You know, he looks, again, he comes into focus and, and the, the perspective there kind of changes a little bit. Are you Yeah, it looks, it, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm watching it now. When they first show it, it looks like he's about a quarter of the size that he actually is. I think it's just sort of the angle. Right. So the wave looks like it's maybe... Like it's 500 something. feet tall There's when something. you first watch it, and then you realize, oh, it's yeah. only like 100 feet tall or something. I don't. It's the wave is insane. If you go to our Twitter feed at the underscore bro underscore pod, uh, you can see it. But it's Brazil's Rodrigo Coxa. I don't K O X A. I don't know how you say that, but uh, he sets a record for the biggest wave ever surfed, and it's fucking insane. Does it say how big it is? It doesn't. I mean, that doesn't stay. And it was, I mean, it was tweeted by some dude who, as far as I can tell, doesn't have anything to do with surfing. So it's kind of a weird thing. Oh, it's from someone else's account. Let's see. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's fucking gigantic. The credit goes to the underscore bro underscore pod. Yeah. (laughs) That's where you can check us out on Twitter. I think we have at least five tweets now. So yeah, I think follow us, like, share, tweet. 
Is it really? I was just no, we have seven tweets. Sorry. <clears throat> oh, shit. Blowing up! <laughs> lots of retweets, lots of likes, mostly by me and Todd. But that's okay. That's how you start. And then you hear it on the pod. Most you of the tweets are yeah. uh, promoting our own stuff, LeBron hatred, and yeah. that's what I think. Uh, something else. There's something I was going to ask you about LeBron. I can't remember what it was. Can't wait. Oh, that's I was just going to say... Oh, uh, we we have talked a lot of shit about LeBron. Just as a quick aside, but the uh, the school thing that he did, I mean, major props. That was some good shit. Yeah, it's pretty dope. Build your own school. Yeah. I also feel like, by the way, because I know Jalen Rose has essentially done the same the thing. J L R A or whatever. Jalen Rose whatever. Academy. J L A. Jalen Rose Academy. Yeah, it's his academy. Far uh, a far less successful, less well known, and made far less money than LeBron James continues to make in the NBA. So I yeah, I, don't, I mean I would know. I don't know if he's less well known. He's on TV every fucking day. All right, fair point. But he's not the international superstar that LeBron yeah, James he's, has become. Yeah, he was a great basketball player, but nowhere near the he level was. of top one. Again, I'm not. I, I love Jalen Rose. I watch. Yeah, yeah. I watch the show he's on every morning. I, I I have mad respect for him. He knows what he's talking about. But he has his own academy too. So my question becomes, what, like, what's the financial setup there? Like, how much is he really, really committing, and how much is from individual and corporate sponsors? And I'm talking about the LeBron school because the way it sounds, like, if you hop into his school, you're basically set all the way through college. If you go to to Akron College, if you're in the Akron area, yeah, or I think any college in Ohio is paid for. I don't, I don't know. I didn't, like I didn't look it, that far into it, but. Right, I mean, but it sounds like if you're talking about a hundred, several hundred kids, like that's you're quickly into the millions of dollars. Yeah, and I know that's still pocket change for LeBron, but I'm wondering, yeah. like, how that all works. You got to pay. There's there's free school, breakfast and lunch. You got to pay the teachers, obviously. The yeah. Build, I mean, you know, it's a it's an enterprise. I mean, I'm sure they what, he, how much he has like a pocket? philanthropic arm and probably has like some sort of like endowment, and then he has corporate or, you know, LeBron also has like. A Rolodex. Nike. I'm sure he could call up anybody and be like, "Hey, can you give me thirty thousand or half a million or whatever going toward this yeah, school?" He can, he can hit up those donors or has or has friends that can do it. So, right. I I mean I I'm not I don't want to discredit his work at all or his investment in it, but I'm sure there are other people that are investing in it. And he, I mean, again, I think he also had pretty large involvement in it, but. He's not going to be running yeah. the school day to day. Like he has someone no, else. No, of course not. That manages that. Not. I mean, not. I don't think anyone was suggesting that, but obviously he's playing basketball. He's got other businesses. He's yeah, for the next four he's years. Mostly least, a he's mostly a figurehead for it, I would guess. Yeah. I mean, I don't, and I don't yeah. mean that as a negative way. I'm just saying, like, that's no. You're making fun of his baldness. I get it. Several people's full time jobs to run that school. Right. right. So anyway, yeah, he's got plenty. Of, big shout out to Bron because that was really good work that he did there right sorry what were we talking about so we got a giant wave lebron's bald head and slash school jalen rose there you go that's all i yeah. have nothing more to say that was it mellow's back right. on the uh the rockets not back on the rockets he's on the rockets, on the he's, rockets. he's reunited with d'antoni by the way how did that how did that work because i was listening to a podcast today from early july before any of this had happened, and they were talking about the twenty-eight, like so, he re-upped or he he opted in, yeah, for OKC for twenty-eight million. What was the buyout from OKC? It wasn't he got traded to Atlanta for? I think there was a player. Okay. Basically, Atlanta's like, we'll take your shitty contract. I don't know why, and then waived him. Basically. I think they're tanking. I, the, the Atlanta part of it makes no sense whatsoever, unless they like promised them like a coach or something. Like, it doesn't make any sense why Atlanta would have done the deal because they basically said, right. "I know Melo is washed or mostly washed. <laughs> we'll take right. his contract and give you something." I think they got a pick out of it, but it certainly wasn't worth. I don't know. It didn't make any sense to me. So they waived him, and then uh, Houston picked him. I think once you're waived, like you're. You're still getting paid, but like if if the Houston deal was like twelve million or five million, if you're owed twenty eight, then uh, Atlanta only has to pay him like whatever the difference, the difference. is. I'm so pretty Atlanta sure that has that to works. pay. Him. 
Yeah, because they signed, but I they they, the they waived him, or so I think they can stretch his salary. Like what? Yeah, it doesn't. Like hit if the it's twenty eight no, million no, no, a year, I, they pay like seven this year, and then seven for the next four years or something. I don't know exactly. It's it's I dumb. Yeah, that is dumb. Well, he's he's done, so it makes sense that he would end up on Houston, which is just all about scoring. I mean, that's perfect for him. He can come off the bench, play fifteen, eighteen minutes a night, score fifteen, eighteen points. That's, yeah, he signed a $2.4 million contract. So the fact Which that he opted in for whatever $20 million <laughs> and was yeah. was uh, determined to be worth two point four tells you the state of Mellow. Mellow. Speaking of Mellow, again, thanks again to our sponsor, Diet Mountain Dew, tonight. Um, two weeks ago, I was at uh, one of the places with the Freestyle Machine, and I had the... Mellow Yellow Zero with the cherry. Oh, I've had that. that is, I have it quite that often. That is similar to what you were talking That's about. That's usually my go-to on red. the freestyle. Occasionally yeah. I get the, they have some lime version of that, which is like yep. pretty intensely sour, but it, it's yeah, also it's a good. Tart, a little tart. And a yeah. very odd color. I, I, I sincerely determine where I want to eat on the weekends based on who has a freestyle machine. It really makes oh, it interesting. has a big impact on my decision. What's interesting? Because I know you're not saying what I just said was interesting. No, that is interesting that you. That's how you determine. I oh. feel like the like I like the flavor options, obviously, in the freestyle. But yeah. I feel like some of the fruity flavors, like the syrup, the the flavor is a little off. Like it doesn't quite like. Of course, you can yeah. get like grape, yeah. like Fanta Zero grape, but the grape doesn't taste like a real grape to me. Right. Because it's obviously they're just punching whatever that flavor is into the other mix. Yes. You can actually see it when it's coming out of the machine. Yeah, there's it's like the, the mainstream and there's a little... And then the main <laughs> syrup. And yeah. The, yeah, exactly. The little flavor dose. But yeah, the fire out, the local firehouse has it. The local Wendy's now has a Coke machine. Um, what, why, why am I... What's it called? Coke Freestyle. Coke. Freestyle, Freestyle, thank you. <laughs> blank for a second there. And then um, there's a pizza place called Uncle Matteo's. That has it as well. Uncle Matios. Um, Matios, two D's, not two T's, two D's. Matios. Huh. Yeah, they make like nine inch. It's similar to uh, Mod Pizza in Portland. Oh, or Blaze, also owned by LeBron. I'm, uh, I will never eat there, or but I'm sure there are plenty owner. of places like that out there. So. Yeah, I think it's a new trend. So those three places all have the the freestyle, and that's I'm a big fan of that. And it, it, it pops up every now and again in other places too, but. Those are the ones that I know of, so those are popular. Choices. So you mentioned Wendy's, like, yeah. have they have they updated their menu recently? I know they're like big on Twitter. Like that's, I feel like that's what they're famous now more than their food. Oh yeah, they but were I, like. Uh, I don't know what they're on like. Do they have new McDonald's innovations on their menu? Not really. It's pretty much all the same. Square burgers. They still do the baked potatoes. I haven't been to Wendy's in a long ass time. They do the baked potatoes. Yes. You know, one thing they do now. In addition to the freestyle, I'm a huge fan of diabetic talk here. Is they have for 99 cents, they have they sell like big cookies, either chocolate chip, <laughs> sugar cookies, my choice, or I think they have an oatmeal oatmeal or maybe a fudge like a fudge cookie. They are fucking good. <laughs> they are really good. And so are, in addition, wait, and throwback yeah. to Subway, are they of the Subway variety when they're like? They just heat them up the dough a little bit. They're like they're barely baked. Yes, they're much better than the Subway cookies. But yes, they they're they they will heat them for you. I think you have to ask. No, I like meant like the Subway cookies. I feel like they're oh when they make hardly them. cooked. Like they're yes. always like falling apart, mush. Which I don't mind. I'm just saying like there's no. Uh no no they they're not that like but they quarter. are. They, right. They 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 give a little like for some of I've had one at Wendy's where when you get to the center you're. As you're kind of chewing, it's like this is a little too chewy, <laughs> a little but, raw, but not in a bad way. Like still very like delicious, and the the outer edge is crispy yet still chewy. Oh my god, I want one right now. As a matter of fact, but it's I mean, nice throw touch. in the freestyle along with the cookies. Oh yeah. man, Get a little and milk. the local Wendy's. F- no, I'm joking because I'm drinking a Coke Zero. With no, I'm joking because they don't they don't offer milk um, in the freestyle that I know of. I know they don't offer milk. Yeah, they probably do. Grape milk would be interesting. In any event, grape milk? No, it wouldn't. Try it out. But the the local Wendy's is now owned by, as far as I can tell, is now owned by an an older Indian couple. Uh Uh-huh. 
And I'm telling you, man, that is the most efficient fast food drive through <laughs> I have ever been to. And they're super nice. They know what they're doing. It's a great experience. How often do you get that at a fast food joint? You just don't. So kudos yeah, to the Wendy's on Havana Street. It's interesting, like, how fast food service levels are, can vary so so widely. Both, like, so geographically wide. and per chain. Like, I mean, I've had yes. really good uh, service in the Baltimore area. I've also had a bunch of terrible service. I don't do a ton of fast food, but when I have terrible service. But I also had, like, good service in Portland and terrible service in Portland. But Yeah. yeah I feel. Crazy. I have to say, like, Chick-fil-A, probably, their staff is generally the highest level of service, I would say. That is true. Of that the chains true. that I've experienced. They train them well. Yes, um, 100%. Part of the reason, I mean, obviously their food's wildly popular, and it's always slammed, especially on the weekends. Uh, conversely, I feel like the McDonald's service can be not great. Same with same with the yeah. King. Yeah, Burger King's probably the worst um <laughs> just around here and i prefer burger king if i'm if i'm just going for straight burger that that's where i go unfortunately my girlfriend does not like burger king so that's something i tend to go for when i'm eating on my own but um the one here is the one nearby here is is actually pretty good i, I, I don't know why i'm doing all this local fast food <laughs> service conversation if you're ever in aurora, um, aurora colorado yeah. we can hit you up with the you ever in aurora on havana the burger food. king on havana and parker check it out uh, they do they do pretty well there, but again, but to 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 my point that I was making earlier about that Wendy's before this uh, older Indian couple took over, it had terrible service too, and now that they've taken over and they've jumped in and taken a leadership role, it's changing, and I'm very I'm very excited about it. I'm proud, I'm proud to be a consumer, <laughs> and I'm happy. I'm happy for them, and I'm happy for myself. Uh, I now have another option. Just I have to circle back does wendy's affect you in the uh toilet region negatively you know what you know thank you for bringing it back full circle no it really doesn't surprisingly and neither does burger king but man mcdonald's just right on top of that (laughs) heaping pile of shit in terms of messing up my digestive system let me tell you um all right let's move on okay so two other things i wanted to talk about here and then and then we'll call it a day Call it a night, call it a whatever, call it a pod. So I was listening to another podcast, as we do, and they were talking about this app. As you know, there's an app for everything. And they said the app was called What's Your Price? And I was like... Oh, really? Oh, shit. They definitely need to be a sponsor. That's right. (laughs) Hit us up, What's Your Price? We will advertise the shit out of your app. (laughs) That's right. Presumably. I have to hear what it is. Yes. So... It's obviously not what you think it is. So obviously those of you that listen to our show frequently enough know that we have a game called Name Your Price. Insert the theme song. And so when I heard about this What's Your Price app, I was like, oh, well, i got to figure this out. So immediately <laughs> I, I, I listened to it while biking into work yesterday. When I got to work, first thing I did was not look at work emails or anything related to work. I went right to the Internet and looked up the What's Your Price app. And sure enough, as they described on their podcast, it's an app – that's basically a dating app and it advertises itself as a place for hot single women to meet not so hot single guys. And so what they will do is the women will put up a price that they think they are worth for a date with a man. And if the man is willing to pay it, they will go out on a date. So it's basically like legalized escorts I was like, yeah, what is, is this? The only thing I can low key prostitution? <laughs> I mean, I know that's that, really what it is. The, I know there's no guarantee of is, sex in this app. That's the only difference. Is with an escort, it's kind of expected that something's going to happen at the end of the date. For this one, no, you're just paying, you know, 100 bucks, 150 bucks, whatever it is, for a chance to go out on a date with a girl. Is that is that the going rate? Like 100 bucks, 150 bucks? The, the podcast I was listening to, that's what they mentioned, is that the, they had looked up someone that was so is the intended purpose like you're going to a business thing or high school reunion or something that you're basically want to improve your status look better than you are with the uh the dating i'm sure community? that's i'm sure that would be a way or to use it sort of juice your your rep 
sharpen your skills in the dating world? I don't know. But I, it, it's interesting. It's hard to Think sharpen your skills if the person like can't say no. I mean, they can say no to obviously sexual advances, but they can't. Of they've course. already agreed to go on a date with you because you're paying them money. Like, no, no, no. You're not. <clears throat> it's not your. It's not your pickup line game. It's just your your comfort level oh, while just like, on a date with the yeah, opposite I sex. I can go out with this person. They're not going to just bolt right or say no. Right. They've already said yes, and I'm paying them. I guess. Exactly. I mean, I guess if you're so I see some value get, there. Yeah, I mean, you're going on a date with somebody like you're. Gonna, Presumably, you're probably going to pay for the date anyway, so you're just adding another hundred bucks on top of it. Of course. And so, from the girl's perspective, you know, you go on two dates a month. If it's 150 bucks, that's 300 bucks a month, just extra spending cash. So it's definitely a win for them. And all they got to do is spend a couple hours with some guy who's probably going to be a nice guy. Might be a creep from time to time, but I, I think they vet the guys. I think that's part of the app is that you yeah. make sure, you know, as best they can, you make sure it's, it's not some creeper. Um, but I, I don't know. I just, I heard the name and obviously it very, immediately... very weird premise. Very weird. Very bizarre. And the fact that it's called, what's your price? It's not like it's just some <laughs> other dating app. And then, Oh, by the way, now that you've signed up, here's the deal. It's like, we're advertising it from the, from the get go. Interestingly, your price. it appears not to be available in the iTunes app store. Oh, well, there you have it. When I looked it yeah, up, I didn't ch- there's a... Two, two apps. One millionaire dating, seeking okay. elite and rich singles, and a cougar life seeking rich men. And then there's some plus yeah. size dating app which has a peach as their app icon for like to represent to a represent pot. a fat ass. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. So, welcome, welcome to the app land. That's how that works. Yeah, so, but. I don't. I don't see what's your price. I mean, it, it must be an Android-only platform, or it maybe might be. maybe it's a website. It might be. I didn't even look it up on my phone. Yeah, I just went to the website, and the website was there. So, and maybe it is. Maybe it's like, well, I'm sure Match.com has an app, but I think most people use Match and those types of things on on their website or on the internet. So, oh, I think there are many uh, on their things. PC. What's your price.com. Hmm. Oh boy. I'm. I'm not even going to look at it. Don't let your wife see your search history. Yeah. Nah. I mean, I don't, so you, I don't. I don't need to pay someone to go on a date with me. No. I don't. I don't exactly. want to go on a date with someone else anyway. So we're good. Wow. Way to backpedal. In any event. <laughs> um. So. So that's the what's your price app. If How's you're that out there backpedaling? And you're, single guy and you're loaded. And you want a hot chick? Check it out. What's that? How's that backpedaling? I, mean, so I wonder, well, I wonder right, if there are women who are, uh, like. If you were like a, a gold digger, excuse the term, but whatever, like that's accurate. That's like a a basic way to get into that community potentially. I mean, it's not Could it's be. not guaranteed money, but you're at least guaranteeing someone spends some. Yeah. I mean, you. I, I guess the girl can name her price. She could she could go exclusively gold digger and say I'm worth a thousand bucks or something. I mean, if the market's yeah. flooded with hundred dollar ladies, you may not get the guy you're looking that's for, how but... you differentiate yourself yeah <laughs> i know that these other ladies <laughs> are a tenth of my price but trust me it's worth it it's worth every penny <laughs> i don't want to be a gold digger i don't want okay i'll stop right there so let's move on final topic of the night uh i, I i've labeled it as agent injuries but not asian asian injuries, injuries. age Asian injuries. <laughs> I'm going to stop right there because I could make so many inappropriate jokes. Age I'm not sure and... you're, you're the best candidate to discuss Asian injuries. Definitely not. Definitely not. Age and injuries. Um, so I know that I, I put the age in there because was it five, six, seven years ago you had your, your knee situation? Ten. It was ten years ago. Or close to it. it wow. Like what was that? An ACL? 2008, nine, yeah. MCL? ACL. ACL. And you got this when you were actually an active human being playing soccer? Yes. Okay. And diagnosed as a tear, but I think it was a partial tear. Partial tear. Okay. And what have you had since then? What have I had? Injuries? Um, Yeah. I currently am working through what is known as a frozen shoulder. I don't know if it was completely frozen. There are three states. Frozen. Just turn the turn the heat on. Fro- like frozen. 
frozen something and thawing. It's they're stupid, but basically it like limits the amount of motion you have Mobility. in your in that joint. Sure. Um, yep. And I've been going to physical therapy for it. Basically, I think it started because my kids started sleeping in bed with me, and I started sleeping on that shoulder, and so hmm. for whatever reason that like tightened it up, and I just wasn't moving it as much. So it it just made it hard basically to put my hand behind my back and I've come a long way. Like it's pretty much back to normal now, but it's just stretching it okay. basically and loosening the joint and getting like building up some of those muscles that you kind of let atrophy because you were not moving it because it was stiff and sort of painful. Right. <clears throat> but, uh, that's about it for injuries. But like you say, I haven't been doing a lot of activities, so no, makes, you have not makes it harder <laughs> to get injuries. Thankfully, none whatsoever. Yeah. So, I, I've always had minor injuries here or there. I had shin splints when I was in high school as a runner. I had, well, I had stitches so in my face from a ski Shin yes. splints, like, that's, I know it's classified as an injury, but it's basically like a muscle, a muscle you can't stretch, right? Like, is it an injury well, or just sort of an overuse thing? It doesn't feel like an no. injury to me. Like, it's not an acute thing that happens, right? put it this way, I didn't have to stop participating in what I was doing. It's more of a, a discomfort. It's My understanding is that it's the separation of the muscle from your shin bone. Ooh. So yes, it is hard to stretch it, and stretching it wouldn't do anything. It's just a uh, matter of kind of letting it heal. I um, thought stretching would help, but it's like impossible to stretch your shin. It is definitely impossible to stretch your shin. You can stretch your calf muscle. Yeah. But when you're stretching your calf muscle, you're generally stretching the larger what people think of when you think of a calf and that's not necessarily the bulk of that is not actually connected to the shin where the shin yeah, yeah. splint happens so um, so that... I had those in high school and, and I've been generally injury free since then you know minor aches and pains here I had a back issue actually the, the day I moved out to Colorado that was a fun drive um, where I threw, basically threw my back out moving stuff into my U-Haul to drive out to Colorado a little over four years ago. But since I've been here, I've had two fairly major running-related injuries. Two years ago, I had Achilles tendonitis flare up on me on my left foot when I was training for an ultramarathon. As a result, and it was 13 days before the race. As a result, I had to drop out of the race the first time in my life I'd ever dropped out of a race. And then I bring all this up because... What's that? I'm just asking. Go ahead. You said wuss? Fuck you. <laughs> um, I bring all that up because here I am training for another ultra marathon in one month's time from this past Saturday. So basically 25 days from now, 24 days from now now. And I yeah, no. have had Achilles tendonitis flare up in my other foot uh, as as of my Sunday run this past Sunday, I was trying to go out for an 18 miler. I got four miles into it and my Achilles started hurting. I pushed through and made it through 15 miles before I had to bail on the run altogether. So the tendonitis is since. just inflammation and pain in that tendon. Is that the, yes, yes. It's not and a it's... tear. It's not the Kobe injury or anything that you've, you know, might it's, be familiar it's only with. remedied through rest. I'm imagining. I mean, there's a lot of different things you can do to, to help it. But, yeah, rest is generally the way to go. I actually, as of today, have an appointment on Monday. It's the first one I could get with a sports physical therapist just to make sure I'm doing the right things. Because So two years ago when I had this, I went immediately to a physical therapist as well, and she advised that I not run at all. Because, again, I had basically two weeks to try to remedy this so that I could go out and run 31 miles. <laughs> and... I went there like four or five times. They did what's called dry needling. Yeah. I don't know if you're familiar with that. I am. It's basically acupuncture, but it's not. It's way more painful. Do they attach they it uh, electrodes to it? it? Yes. It was quite painful. It's supposed to um, sort of release the muscle and or... I don't know what it does for yes. tendons, but... They, That's they, the idea. They said they might have done dry needling, but they didn't need to. They did do some cupping for my shoulder, but... I did not... I've heard about the cupping. I've never had that. I didn't have that with the last time but but now keep in mind all of it not all of it but a lot of the therapy is not focused on the tendon itself 
it's the, on the calf supporting muscle. muscles yeah because yeah the tendon connects your calf muscle to basically your heel and your plantar fasciitis which is your your the uh not the enseam of your foot well yeah the enseam not the enseam the inside of your foot whatever doesn't matter the arch of your foot thank you scott for answering your own question super um, fascinating so they focused on Shut the fuck. So they focused on <laughs> on working those things and releasing those muscles and that sort of thing. And that's what a lot of the exercises that people suggested to me are. It's all about stretching the calf, um, you know, working the calf, working the bottom of the foot if it's affected there. But it's not. My 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 tender area on my tendon is much higher. It is closer to the calf, so it's definitely a calf situation. But it's really annoying because I've been training for this. I was planning on doing a twenty mile mountain run this weekend obviously that's not going to happen and so it becomes a decision I have to make like do I want to toe the line in three and a half weeks being under trained but hopefully not injury prone or fully trained but knowing that I might have to drop out again halfway through so do the first one right which is what I'm doing but it's a mental struggle because I've been running six or seven days a week for basically ten weeks and now I have not run. This is the third day in a row, and it's I'm, it's like I'm going stir crazy here. So it sounds like this is the second time this has happened in preparation for yes. an ultra, right? So correct. <clears throat> sounds here like we you go. may. Here we go. I'm just wondering, like, do you need to modify your training regimen to sort of like? Oh, 100 percent. Like, do you need to I, extend it or like shorten it? I don't know. Like, what's the or just work on these they're... muscles as sort of cross training thing to prevent it from happening? I could do that. I could. Uh, there's two key things, and then the third thing, which you just mentioned, which is the cross training during the off season. The two other key things is I can have a longer training plan. This one was only like 14 weeks. It should be more like 20 weeks. And then the well, second one go. is I is I should stretch better. I, I admit that for probably a decade and a half I've not been stretching as well as I should because so it just adds time to the what's, entire running. What's experience. the uh, what's the thinking on stretching? Because I I know for a while like. Everyone was stretching, and they're like, eh, you need to warm up, but the stretching doesn't really do anything. Are we back to thinking that stretching is important? I've never... Like, do you know I've what... I've never thought it was Do, do you know what the actual science opinion is right now? Because well, I remember hearing, like, stretching, it's, it's fine, it won't hurt you, but it doesn't actually help you any. Right. Well, first of all, if we're talking about me at this point in my life, it will definitely help me because of these injuries. Sure, sure. Well, yeah. No. And I think the I think I, the older I mean, as you like get, a prevention thing. Maybe maybe it maybe right. it isn't age related. I think it is. I think it's age related. If you're a you know if you're a supple muscled eighteen year old, stretching is probably not as important. <laughs> but as someone twenty years older than that, it's, if you're it's, if you're a supple muscled eighteen year old, you don't have to pay one hundred fifty dollars to go on a date. With someone. Also true. Very accurate. But if you want to, what's your price? That's your the app. New app. Check it out online. Is it an app, Google though? Is, or is it just a website? I don't know. Whatever. Go online. Who fuck cares? I, I don't know. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, no, I, I think as you age, it becomes more and more important because your muscles are generally, you know, they get more use. They will tighten up easier. You don't recover as fast. So that's the thing. When I was running in high school like on the track team or cross country, we do a lap on the track and then stretch. When I got to college, we do some light stretching, but we go on, this was the brief period of my life when I was actually running with the Clemson cross country team. We'd go on a seven, eight, nine, ten 10 mile run and then do like the same stretching routines that I'd done in high school, but do it after the run was over. So it was more of a preventing tightness after the run. Mm-hmm. So that the next morning you could get up and do it all over again. As opposed to in high school, it was the thought was more, let's loosen up in order to to do the run to begin with. Um, but in college, again, it was just like first half mile, first three quarters of a mile, just run a little slower than you normally would, and that's how you loosen it up. So it's more of a warming up those supple eighteen year old muscles <laughs> versus versus injury prevention. But again, I think as someone week, now my age, this week's you know, episode brought to you by supple eighteen year olds. Yes, supple eighteen-year-olds and Diet Mountain Dew. Um, never the two shall meet. The two go hand in hand. But again, someone my age, yes, my age, the wrong side the of thirty-five. Part. Not the diet part at all. That was the joke. But someone my age, the wrong side of thirty-five. The key is 
just injury prevention. And so I think stretching at any point, hell, you can wake up and stretch. I mean, if, if you're anything like me, you wake up and you kind of creak your way out of bed. I You don't walk downstairs, I don't think, in the morning, but I, I certainly do kind of, you know, meander down the stairs, let the dog out, <laughs> meander down some more stairs. I got a tri-level house. So there's a lot of just my body waking up and loosening up right from the get-go. And so I think something some sort of quick five, 10 minute stretching routine would actually help even in that situation. So I think at, at your age, my age, it wouldn't hurt to be stretching all the time. It's interesting. I, to, I am doing a lot of stretching basically for my, your physical therapy to release my shoulder problem. Yeah, exactly. There you go. So you knew it all along. You just didn't know. It. Yeah. I mean, I didn't really think about it that way, but it's true. And you know, like Tom Brady, like his, I was reading something about his whole like TB12 program. It's like, yes, it's trying to lengthen and like stretch yep. out his muscles all the time, so they're not like his. The whole thinking is like, when you're performing, what was it like? You want your muscles to be as loose as possible because when they tighten up, that's when you cause injury. Is when they're right, and they have they obviously have to tighten up to fire in certain ways when you're doing activities, but you want them to be as like sure stretchy. <laughs> I think they had some word about like plasticity or something. Like what you, you want them to be as supple, if you will, as as possible, yes. so that prevents exactly. injury. And I mean, he's had a fair amount of success in his career, so maybe he's onto something. It stands to reason because <clears throat> yeah, you're right. When you're when you're throwing a football, when you're in his case. If you see that linebacker and you're preparing, every muscle in your body tenses up. Yeah, that's not a good thing. I mean, it's it's a it's a natural thing, thing so but yeah, to, it's a natural thing, but it's you know, it's not great for injury. Your prevention. body's not meant to do that all the time, and that's you do that a hundred times, a thousand times, ten thousand times. That's that's how you get injuries because it's not a, a normal natural motion. So maybe you should same consider uh, adding some yoga into your cross training. You know, I posted something on a, an Ultra Runner message board last night, and I got a lot of good feedback, like 50 comments, and, and one of them was actually yoga. Said yeah, I've, I started Because people said they had the same injury, and they're like, one of the things that helped was was a yoga routine, just a couple times a week. And that would probably help my back, too. Yeah, it uh, definitely would. And it just feels good after you do it. Did, You're like, oh, I feel I good. I just have a bad back. Yeah, I know. I've done it before. And it's it's good for strength training, things of that sort. But at this point, I don't think about any of that. I got 24 days <laughs> to, to try to get to the line healthy. After that, I can make these other decisions. But lifestyle uh, changes. I just want to be able to get there and finish it. Yeah, lifestyle changes. Be damned. We'll focus on that later. So, in any event, all right. Did you did you tell that your ultra marathon was... friends that you eat Fruit Loops and McDonald's? We didn't get that deep into it, no. <laughs> I literally just posted the relevant details and then on Facebook and just let them have at it with their suggestions. And then this afternoon, after you know, eighteen hours of time to give feedback, I popped back, back in and said, "What's up, yo?" Said, "Thanks for all the feedback. I got an appointment on Monday. I'll let you guys know how it goes." And that's all she wrote. Perfect. So, anyway, thank you. All right. Well, good luck. Let's call the pod Keep right us posted. there. Well, thank you. I will keep you posted. Much like we're keeping up with your weight loss or lack thereof, I will give some, uh, here in this last month leading up to the race, I'll give some updates, and then I'll give the post-race report as well. Hopefully a success. I'm sure I just want to finish it. I'm not trying to win this shit. Just a success. Well, thank you. The optimism is blind, but it's appreciated. <laughs> so, in any event. Uh, thanks again to our sponsors tonight. Diet Mountain Dew, and I forgot what the other one was. But we'll call it Firehouse Subs. Why not? We also had the uh, What's Your out. Price. Oh, and the What's Your Price app. Go check it out. Which may not if be you're a hoochie ho. Looking for, yeah, <laughs> whatever. The website. You're right. I'll stop calling it that. The What's Your Price website. Not to be confused with Name Your Price, theme song, which was played earlier. Um, so check that out. And, uh, oh, Pittsburgh, the city of Pittsburgh. That's what it was. Yes. The Tourism Ministry of Pittsburgh. That was the other sponsor. Thanks to all of our sponsors. Getting really heavy with the sponsors here. This is good. Yeah, sorry for that's the ads, folks, build. but you know we got to pay the bills yeah. with these imaginary. That's right. That's right. I just like to throw them in in conversation, so you don't even know they're there. But we're still, uh, you know, cashing those checks. So, in any event, thanks for listening. Uh, go to BroPodNetwork.com. Check us out on Anchor Podcast or Anchor iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, blah 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 blah, wherever you find your podcast. And until next week, kids. Peace.
Sur. <gülüyor>